welcome back to It's Getting Late with Ivana here for our third episode. Ah, guys. <laughs> what part of I was, was going to introduce, <laughs> I, I had to bump because if I didn't, this this is how we usually talk. So I wanted to kind of like know. shake it up a little bit. So she Do you would, see how stiff I is, get though? Do you see, see it? Welcome. This is the podcast and this is how we talk to each other. So hi. Sorry. Okay. Let me get introduced and I'll keep quiet. Literally. Sorry. Okay. Now I have to do this again. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Our third episode is Getting Late with me, Ivana. Today we have a very special guest. Um, very special, like the most special, like bigger than any celebrity I could probably get on this podcast. I mean, I can't get any, but more special than them. It is someone I've known for maybe what feels like 10 years, <laughs> but very much less than that. Uh, best friend, person I go to for audio advice. So this is why this podcast will sound better than the others. Um, and overall, just, you know, someone I love talking to. So Aww. please welcome to the podcast, Nal Higgins. What's up? What's up? I've never gotten such nice compliments from Ivana because it's I know true. she low-key loves me and she never wants to like, you know, boost my, my, <laughs> my arrogance or confidence too much. So that's because you really got a big head. If I do it anymore. Oh, you see, if all I- these compliments now got a big head. So I'm just going to take the compliments and. Uh, exactly. Take the <laughs> intro part, which is like my, um, you know, when you have like, you speak to customer service and like suddenly mm. your voice goes, you're like the nicest person you've ever <laughs> yeah. been in your life. When you're like trying to call someone because your Wi-Fi doesn't work. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> that's what that was. Now we get into what it really is. Here's which the is banter. This. Here's the, the flames and um, the roast. So. Exactly. So you've been asking me, like, what are you going to ask me in this podcast? And I've, I've been told stre- you. This girl stresses me out. I love it a bit, but she stresses me out. And now I'm like, what is she going to ask me? What if she hits me with a, like a question? I'm just going to be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. So, Actually, before this, I was oh, meant no. to ask you, is there anything you don't want to speak about? You know? Like, because like, like, I'm going to respect that. No. Well, you know, I'm open to anything. I like, you know, our conversations, we just kind of go with whatever. And it True. ends up in the weirdest place. And that's just how we get there. So I'm all for the spontaneity. Is that the right word? Spontaneity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> English. So. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, then that's fine. Then I'm just going to go for it. But basically, I just want to have a conversation. The mm. main thing of these like conversational, just in general, even when it's just me or with, with another person, I just want to have conversations and do what I do anyways. Like this is like a longer version of a voice note of mine. Maybe not even longer. I send very long voice yeah. notes. Can confirm. Exactly. <laughs> so I just wanted to be like, I want to listen to podcasts where people are just chatting and having fun and you can see it's not like scripted. Mm-hmm. I just want to do that. So that's why I was like, I don't really have things to prep you with because then it's going to be more mechanical because yeah, you've already you. thought about it in your head. You know, it's not like mm. spontaneous. I'm down for this. I did write some points though that I do want to sort of go through just right. because like I'm trying to plug you. <laughs> hey, look at this free promo <laughs> right here. Hey. Um, <laughs> because, you know, help your friends, guys. Yeah, help your friends. Exactly. It's important. So the first thing I'm going to mention mm-hmm. is that you in your part-time spare time, you do music. I do. You sing, you sometimes play guitar, you post covers but more recently mm-hmm. what were you gonna say no 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 i'm just yeah <laughs> i'm trying to and there's my dogs barking in the oh, background wow. but it's cool it's part of the the scene it's part of the ambiance yeah, exactly we all live in joe but guys we all have dogs it is what it is <laughs> no, i was gonna say I, I usually i sing very loudly in your car and irritate the nonsense out of you that's also like car, a part-time in job. my car everywhere every single thing <laughs> like literally we don't start singing around now because then he'll start singing 
But anyways, as I was saying, mm-hmm. you recently now came out with like a proper EP. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, all the good places that you can find it. Yeah. If you're, is it on SoundCloud? It is on SoundCloud. Okay, oh. so if you guys <laughs> are still like downloading your music illegally, which no um, judgment, we get it. SoundCloud's your place as well to SoundCloud go get it. Is he the place. <laughs> like listen to my SoundCloud. It's always used mixtape. to tease me about that. Like, oh, you're on SoundCloud, bro. <laughs> What's happening? It's because it's like those people who are like, oh gosh, check out my SoundCloud mixtape, and you're like. <laughs> No, <laughs> but no, you literally did. You did just drop an EP. It's called Gold mm-hmm. uh, by Niall Higgins. If you didn't get that already. And <laughs> listen, you can ask Niall. I am maybe one of his biggest critics when it comes to his music. She's a very honest friend. Like I I'm not, that. I've never said like, oh, I love this song and I don't. Yeah. Like I tell him straight, this isn't my vibe. Not Cinderella. my thing. Literally, that yeah. song was the thing that's in my head. I can't tell you. The song is like not there. I, There's so many good songs that you've done. That one I just feel like is not she's the not one. not vibing with it, but I'll it's change like, your mind eventually. I don't know. I just think it's super like pop. Mm. It's like super, super. And it's so young. It's cheesy. Like, but it's, it is it's, cheesy. It's good bubble gum, you know? Some people okay. like cheesy and that's good for them. But yeah. I like a little bit more in it. Like, as soon as it came out, I went to listen to it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, good. This is, like, proper, proper good. I like it. Mm. And I still, to this day, will be in my car and the song will come on and I leave it. And I jam to it. In the past, like, skip, skip, skip. Well, listen, (laughs) at some point you stop listening to Baby Girl. Because I listen to it at least a hundred. True. Like, if there's a party here... And um, Alan's around. Shout We're going to play it. But most of the time, it's like, I love it. And it's like iconic, but I can't iconic. listen to it. It's you heard iconic, it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Baby, baby girl is iconic. Ivana Siciliano. Yeah, no. Quote that. But <laughs> it's something that eventually, like, you, you skip because you've listened to it yeah, like a hundred times. It exactly. It but this new EP, it's got such a good vibe to mm. it. And Thank like, you. also in my head, I've planned the music video for Mexico. Like I'm being dead serious. Like if I had the <laughs> oh, skills wow. to execute what I've figured out, it would look amazing. We'll make it happen. Like it we'll is it such a good idea. I'm not going to put it on here because obviously, you know, I don't want anyone Copyright stealing issues, it. Yeah. But honestly, I've like planned it because <laughs> I've listened to the song so many times. I'm like, I know, okay, this one, and then do this, <laughs> and then it transitions to this. Like the little film director in me is coming out. Mm. But are we going to talk about it after this? We'll, we'll talk about it. You we'll, give me we'll chat. We'll chat. And then you guys in uh, two years' time can come and see the music exactly. video because that's how long it took for Baby Girl. Yeah. The one I was meant it to took be so in. Long. And it, well, this is what I was actually going to say. I did think about something I want to talk to you about. And that's the fact that. A certain somebody might be featuring on the gold EP. Oh, I wonder who that is. The remixed version. So we'll be talking Remix. about. I want to talk about that too because you know she. We've been talking about it for a little while, doing like a collaboration for years. Actually, we'd always like. My thing is, people always ask me, "Oh, why didn't you like do a song with now?" I'm like, "Cause I don't think he thinks I can sing, and that's valid." No. But no, that no. even that no was not a no. <laughs> she can. I've heard her sing. In, obviously, when I when she sings, I sing. So I've heard her <laughs> sing before. So no, she has a very nice. Listen, voice. I'm not amazing, guys. You're not, if you're anything not fails, getting an audience. Auto tune is there. Don't worry, we'll sort you out. No, don't auto tune my voice. I'm not trying to sound like a mumble rapper. No, you don't. Like I don't think it would suit my voice anyways. But the thing is, like, I'm not a singer. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not tone deaf. I think I'm okay. I can hold the notes. So it will happen. I think so too. But so the reason I bring up the music stuff is because I actually just wanted to ask. Like, I probably have spoken to you about this, but like, what? Because I know why you got into like public speaking and things like that. Mm. But what sort of pushed you towards music? Because the rest of your family, okay, Sarah unincluded because she does sing and things like mm. that. But the rest of your family aren't super into the sort of musical creative side. 
So mm. I just want to know what sort of called you to it. Was there like a moment? Was it like you saw someone sing and you thought, wow, I want to do that? Or, you know, mm. you learned how to play guitar and it just went along with that. What sort yeah. of like made you want to do it? You know, it was never a moment for me. It was always kind of in me. And I feel like a lot of musicians can can relate to that. Just that always that feeling like music is almost like lifeblood. It's, it's weird. It's hard to explain. And that's probably mm. a weird word to use, but <laughs> it's kind of inside of you. And it's something that speaks to you throughout your life and it starts getting louder as you get older. So for example, if I had to put it into a story, like the short story is that when I was six, um, my parents bought me my first guitar because my dad always wanted me to get into music somehow because my dad's a huge rock fan, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it is a musical side to my family. It's more the the Italian side. By the way, I'm the real Italian here. If we're okay. going to get this as a debate your, we're going to have to. You know? we'll she gets touched. No, I'm, do you know why we're going to get into it? Because <laughs> yesterday, no, we'll get, we'll get there. Oh, Carry okay, on. I, I know exactly how to press story. it buttons. If you want me on this podcast your. and you want to see Ivana fight up, just your. tell me to come back. I'm here. You know, so the real Italian, by the way, in, mm. anyways. So yeah, the, that side of my family has always been somewhat musical. There's been bands apparently. And so there is a musical background in a way, not as much now, but there has been a past with music. So my parents bought me the guitar and I picked it up and I was like, nah, PlayStation is there, you know, I'm going to chill out and do whatever. So I watch TV and I kind of, I picked it up once, put it down and my dad was probably like, nah, this kid is never going to play guitar. It's He's like a waste of money. Mm, literally, exactly. So I left it for years and it must've been when I was probably end of primary school, maybe early high school. I looked at it and I thought, you know, I've always loved music and I've always listened to music. And at that time, I could feel like my music interest was peaking. Like I was starting to sing a bit and I was starting to get interested in it. So I thought, why not pick up the guitar? And the guitar came with a book. Like my dad really like hooked me up. He gave me a book. He was really trying to get me into music. And I picked it up and just within a week, I'd been reading through that whole book and I started to learn the basic chords. And I was like, wow, I actually really love this. Like you felt it for the first time. That Mm -hmm. was the first time for me I felt something. But it kind of really got, not serious, but when I thought, wow, I actually really have like a, a, a genuine love for this is when I went to guitar lessons about a year later, you know, because I'd learned from that book and I'd gotten basics down. Yeah. And my guitar teacher at the time said to me, okay, well, he was big into songwriting and he would say, okay, cool. So here's four chords. So we played like a C, G, you know, D, basic four pattern chord. Yeah. And he said, I want you to go home and I want you to write just like a verse of a song or a chorus and just come back with something tomorrow and like just write something. And I'll never forget, I went home and I wrote a song for my dad's birthday because his birthday was coming oh, up cute. in about, you know, it was, I think it was a month whose birthday was coming up. And I wrote a song and I just remember sitting there after I wrote that song and it just kind of came out of me. Like it just flowed out. And, you know, I was probably 13 or 12 at the time. I was probably, probably a terrible song, you know. It was Shame. Cornier than uh, oh, Cinderella. I've been there. I've <laughs> so, been there. <laughs> so it was corny. I still have it somewhere. I must look for it. So yeah, no, I just, I wrote that song and I just remember after writing that song, like I just was like, I love that. It was just the most incredible moment for me it was like an aha kind of moment and from then on I just I started writing more and then I you know started to learn more about guitar I went to singing lessons I put out YouTube videos which were horrible in the beginning it was absolutely awful no if you want to see uh, a great YouTube video go watch them honestly (laughs) I have somehow I'd stumbled across it and then I was going through the old ones and I was just leaving comments because I was like I love these these are amazing for me yeah for you almost as good as your 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 drunk videos to us Uh, there's no drunk I don't drink for anybody who's listening I'm the most innocent person I don't drink never you know I'm, I'm good uh, don't listen to it. Ivana. <laughs> yeah, I'm li- I'm lying about and the she, brand. And if she lies, I'll tell I'll tell a lot of like you know lies about Ivana too. You know, with on the jaws that she's been at. You know, uh, good stories. Uh, uh, Want to go down that path? Started. Don't even get started. <laughs> listen, if you can remember them, cool. If you can remember yeah. those memories, I can at least I'm cognitive of it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, that's where my kind of love for music started, I guess, and it's just yeah, never that, stopped. that makes sense though, because like obviously it's so. 
like meeting you is like meeting someone who is a singer because it's so like it's your whole life. Mm. You can see it in everything you do. It's yeah. so present. And so, you know, it's always interesting to hear how people got into it. Because I think some people, like you said, you were given the opportunity when you were younger. Yeah. But then you only really started getting into it years later. Like I said, it come, you got to come to it yourself. And it does. Yeah. It speaks to you. Yeah. <laughs> In a weird, you know, sounds no, like, no, no, no. like spiritual. No, but I, I completely, no, I get you. Yeah. I get you. Like, because when Even, I was younger. Sorry, yeah. what? No, no, you carry I'm, I'm butting in. You, okay, okay. You, know, you um, no, the I'm lead, the host, but. so like I have <laughs> yeah. to make sure you're speaking Thank enough. You're very, very kind. Thank you. But um, when I was younger, like I wanted to be a singer, so a singer and an actress, so mm. badly. It was like my whole life, and then I got to a point in like high school where I went, mm, <laughs> "Not going to make it with the singer thing." So I kind of just mm. left that there. But it's always been something so present as well. It's just like in everything you do, like I, ha- I can't think of a day. That I've, I don't know, this is not going to be that abnormal. I think mm. lots of people have sang every single day of their life. Yeah. But like, it's a thing for me, like music as well. Like I listen to music constantly. Whenever I'm alone or whatever, like music goes on. That's the thing, yeah. Um, not because I can't be with, you know, sometimes people use that as sort of a, a drowning out thing True. so they don't have to be with their thoughts and or things like that. Music helps a lot of people cope, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For me, yeah. it's not that. I just, I love music so much and I've just grown to more, like appreciate it so much more when you get older as well. And so I completely get where you're coming from. It's just yeah. part of you. It's yeah. just and you like, can see it's part been part of you too. And and a lot of people that are listening could relate and feel like, wow, I, I get that. It's been a part yeah. of me as well. Yeah. Mm. Or like there's Strange. like different things. People like you you feel it in you. It like yeah. calls you, like you said. Yeah. And you feel like if you just ignore it, it's just gonna get worse and worse because you feel like you're just denying a part yeah. of yourself. And to add on to that, the to really like show how it can be like such a, a deep part of you is that when I came to songwriting and I started to obviously get older and my songs became more like, you know, like gold, more of a mature content and more like real stuff that was going on, not just, you know, cheesy, like, because there's nothing wrong with cheesy songs. We're <laughs> no, not going to, you know. You know, they're catchy. But there's something, there's nothing more beautiful than a songwriting process. And for me as a person, when I am going through something really tough or there's something on my heart or my mind, I find songwriting is honestly is the best thing I can it's do. Cathartic. To, exactly. And, and it gets everything out of you in the most. There's nothing more beautiful than like making a song because the song kind of captures a moment in history and a feeling forever. And it's like how many things in life could capture, like you could take a picture of something and you'll look back on that picture, but that picture isn't the whole, I mean, songs aren't the whole picture either, but that picture yeah. doesn't tell you the whole message. You'll look at a picture and you'll you'll feel nostalgic or you'll feel sad or you'll feel happy. But with a song, whenever I write a song, when it's going through a breakup or, or going through something amazing or whatever the case is, I'll listen to that song years later and feel the exact same emotions that I felt when I wrote that song. Yeah. I'll think back on that same person, what I went through, and it's like, it's the most beautiful thing. It like almost captures a moment in history so authentically compared to anything else in the world. And that's what I love about it so much. Yeah, no, that's so true. It's like a song, you can really just, especially if it comes from the heart, if it's something mm-hmm. you've really poured your soul into. Yeah, as soon as you to listen to it. But I think yeah. that works as well for just songs that you listen to. Like there's songs I can't listen to anymore because it's so yeah. associated so true. with a different like memory or whatever and you're like mm. i just don't want to revisit that yeah you know you're like it's like i did so um during lockdown there's there's obviously been different phases of the lockdown there was mm-hmm. banana bread baking there was tiger <laughs> king there was like all if these any of you watched ivana's live streams you oh come come through come well no so don't. entertaining <laughs> especially my comments you know my comments are just gold 
Ivana's brother will tell you that. You know, oh, we're wow. good, we're good team when it comes gold. to they go, hey, jump it. They got Wow. <laughs> but no, so like there were different like phases of um, lockdown. And for me, like one of them was, it's like those challenges you do on your Instagram stories where it's like, okay, put one song a day and it's yeah. got like a prompt. And so one of them was like, put a song that like, remind you of something you'd rather like not remember and i remember sure. like thinking of that i was like it was pretty hard and then i was listening to music and i heard something i was like mm, this one wow. <laughs> this one straight away yeah. i was like it's just and the, the worst part about it is sometimes you just make those associations without even trying like i know if i listen to certain albums because i was listening to it at the same at time, time as something else yeah. it's just associated and it's so annoying because then you just want to enjoy the song and now you can't so without hard. going through every single thing that happened mm -hmm. during that time true but it's a good way to sort of track your life yeah, I think. But that's the thing <laughs> the positive side of it is it can make you feel super sad and super nostalgic but it can also make you look back especially when you've written that song and you look back and you think wow i've come through so much and i've grown as a person and you sometimes you look back at the music and you think wow like oh, you feel sad about it but you think wow the growth that came from that and mm. the fact that if that hadn't happened yeah. this beautiful song or maybe not beautiful depending <laughs> on your taste maybe you're listening listening to this and you're like no this music sucks you know, and that's fine you can that's cool but it's fine uh, but keep it to yourself we don't we don't accept right. that you know, I'm, I'm tough you on the pod no you're not I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell me my music sucks, I'll cry. And then you see I'm crying on your podcast. There we go. Yeah. I'm gonna keep that in. But um no, it's uh you look back and you think if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have this song and I wouldn't have the memory and I wouldn't have the experience that's made me not only a better person but a better artist as oh, well. Oh one hundred percent. You know? One hundred percent. I completely agree it's with that. It's a great process. It is. It's it's we all need something like some people it works for music, others writing, yes, art, any outlet you sports, have. whatever really. But I think just as long as you've got that sort of coping mechanism and usually it does find its way to come into the most important thing of your life. Yes. And you so, should listen to that. Whatever calls yeah. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, but then it's also funny because then you think about like, so with this new EP he dropped, there's the one song on it. Um, Where are we going with this? <laughs> Where are we going? Listen, you said nothing's off bounds. Oh, so enough. we can talk. You, you can, now you're like <laughs> thinking, okay. oh, I should have said Damn it. Uh, it's I actually, I've got to go, guys. Uh, it's been nice Bye. chatting to you guys. Um, no. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, no. It's just this one song. I'm not going to mention things, but um, basically one of the songs, it like used, uh, you used a like situation that we you had joked about. Yes before a very funny situation a very, it it's very funny but also like one of the strangest <laughs> things that have happened within this friend group i think um and there's been a lot yeah um <laughs> yeah, there's been, been a lot, lot. yeah but like you used it and like i was listening to the song and i listened to it like a few times and i was like cool because i pick up lyrics pretty quickly like i can mm. listen to a song and know most of the lyrics already and then i was listening to the one day and i went wait what and i like put it i've like restarted that part of the song and Did i was like oh that? my gosh like i'm not imagining this this is a hundred percent you stole this from like a joke yeah. and like i messaged you and i'm like ideas come from anywhere but literally anyway. it's not like i messaged you i'm like is this song about this and you were like oh kind of i was like no it is it is don't even deny it it was a stroke it's like, of genius and it was just like yeah it was from born from a joke and it was so i just yeah it worked it worked well and now you're planning the music video so literally exactly so yeah, no, it's good. Listen, <laughs> thank you. Listen, it's clever. It's clever. I don't know how well it would it work in real life if you attempted no, well, to do these see, things. Not all of my songs, ladies and gentlemen, are about things I plan to do. So just so mm. that disclaimer, if you know that's the song, that's on me. Would disagree, but I anyways, would not do. Sometimes it's called creative license. You are allowed to. Was it that's on me? Wait, wait, no, hold on. 
I get confused. So it's that's for me. What's the other one? Not gold. Mexico. No, not Mexico. Oh, uh, good life. Good, so it's it's the either first track. Hey, you're supposed life. to be prepared for this interview here. What are the songs on the EP? Like, you wanna? I went blank <laughs> on that one. The name on that one. So it's gold. That's on me. Mexico, Mexico and good life. And good life. You yeah. also forgot good life. So don't act ah, me. I it out. But older, either good life or that's on me. I feel like I know. I can't remember which one it is. I'd have mm-hmm. to like sing it in my head. But one of them, I feel like I know who it's about. You think so? I, I really do though. The, I know also, a lot about your life. I'd like to also say that sometimes as artists or as people, we go through similar situations because of the way we are. So maybe let's say if we're talking about, um, let's take breakups, for example, mm. you you find and you could, you know, Ivana obviously, you know, has a lot of experience in like psychology, you know. Oh, I did not know a, where that was going. I thought you had <laughs> oh, a lot of experience in breakups. Way. I was like, Guys, since when? You should see the looks on her face. She's like, oh, this man's about to expose. And she's like panicking. Yeah, <laughs> I you had no me, idea yeah? where you were going with but, that. So what I was saying is she's obviously got a lot of experience in psychology and she'll know and she'll tell you firsthand that people or human beings repeat past patterns a lot of the times, especially mm. in relationships. So yeah. I'm, I'll say I'm one of those people that may do similar things when I, with people or when I'm, you know, make similar mistakes, for example. So a lot of the songs aren't necessarily always about a certain person or about certain people. Sometimes the songs are about collection of mistakes that like I've a made. Feeling, and it's yeah. kind of a, a theme, you know, and it's something <laughs> that, and it's therapeutic, like Ivana yeah. said, it's, it's therapeutic. So sometimes you write the song and it helps you work through a lot of multiple occasions. So I've written songs that actually have not been about one person, maybe multiple, like different experiences of a similar situation. Have you written a so, song about me? Oh, Ivana. There's no song that's that's good enough. To uh, literally, no. <laughs> not there. I'm still uh, working on it. I'm still working on it. It has to be, it has it has to be, to be right. It has to be proper. Exactly. It has to be so good. So, you know, you either have to really like really make me, you know, you got to really like, here's, here's the swear word. We were talking about like, are we going to swear during the podcast? And I, I told like, him this. We're going to keep it light. So I know. told him he can do what he wants, <laughs> but he knows who listens to this yes, podcast. I'm gonna so I mean, it's so, listen, if you read the <laughs> description of this podcast, it's anything goes. So maybe a disclaimer here. If um, you are a parent of mine or a family <laughs> member of mine listening to this. No, I said all. You yeah. know who I am. You know how I speak. Mm. Eventually, there's not going to be that pump yes. filter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That was like a little audio Symbolism. joke and everyone's saying that like, wow. what are you talking about? English literature major here, honest oh, students. You can what see. can I say? I'm so clever. You can see. But um, yeah. no. I, so where were we again? You see, we're going all right on topic again. Oh, it's me. So. We're never going to stay on topic if it's me. But um, yeah, no, that's, no, I, I do. I, I do know that you also write about collective feelings yeah. and stuff like that. But um. Mm. There was something you said that I wanted to get back to, but it sort of passed me. Um, oh, it was just about like knowing a lot about your life. I actually wanted to discuss that because mm. I don't think a lot of people know is that I met Niall through someone else. Like I didn't, we obviously met at Varsity, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't like meet you and become friends with you. Yeah, like it was time. like by, yeah, it was a friend by proxy. Yes. Exactly. And, but the weirdest thing is, I say weird, but like it makes sense now is like we knew, like I knew so much about you and you knew so much about me like very quickly. Yeah, it was quite quick. Um, which isn't uncommon. That kind of happens with me because I'm a nosy person. So I ask a lot of questions. <laughs> Can confirm. No, I like admit it. I don't no. even try and deny Ivana it Ivana likes to connect immediately. Like, if it, yeah. you know, with Ivana, it's not small talk. It's always like she wants no, to connect never. with the person there. And it's, this is what makes her special is that she wants to connect yeah. with that person and not idle chit chat how's the weather because that's you know i can't do small chat for anything that's why if i can't like connect with you almost right away we're not really gonna talk and i go into my like shy little shell because i'm like i can't do the the small things i feel Mm. very uncomfortable by it so you know i think like 
I'd like to think that I've had a hand in helping you like grow over these she last four has. years, the same way it. you've done it for me. Yeah. Um, but like I think back all the time to like first year and I think about like the kind of people we were and like Yo, it's crazy. this tumultuous relationship that has happened. Like I can't count yeah. the amount of times I've been annoyed at him. He's been annoyed yeah. at me. And then it's somehow all, we just like get over it's all love. to and move on. You know, on. deep down, it's like, you know, the people that are ride, like will ride with you yeah. as cheesy as that sounds. You know, the people that <laughs> ride or are genuinely there for you because they care about you and they have your best interest. So even if if I annoyed her, which is entirely possible and <laughs> entirely very possible. often, but and you know, and she does, she annoys me a little bit, you know. Well, what do you mean? Don't lie, <laughs> try to be nice, don't be nice, be honest. Show, yeah, try to be nice, be honest. I know you no, all we, the time. We have gone through things, but you know what? It hasn't touched a thing, like, I wouldn't yeah. think of any different, yeah. Movie. Even like when I'm ranting, even I'm like, oh, now did this, da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, but like. If anything happened, and you've proved that time and time again, I haven't even had to, not that you have to prove anything hmm. to be my friend, but without asking, without even like having to say anything, you've been there for me in like my worst places yes. hmm. without question, without anything. I've even been in trouble for not telling you that <laughs> I'm not in a good place. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so it's just one of those things where I know if like I need you or you need me, it's exactly. like, it's there. True. There's no question about it. Yeah, 100%. So I think that to me means more than having someone that, okay, you speak to every day and you know, you like have these like sort of surface level relationships with. For me, mm. it's like we can go an amount of time without speaking, but yeah. knowing that you have my back or if there's something like you want to chat about, we will. Exactly. You know, that means more to me. And I've never been like a very WhatsAppy person anyways. Yeah, no, like I really feel for bad sure. for anyone who's new in my life who messages me on WhatsApp because like honestly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three to five working days. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like yeah. it's just, it's so unnatural to me. I use it for like what I need to do with it. So like mm. telling someone, oh, do you need any of this or pick up this or um, I don't know lecture stuff or whatever yeah. it's so like such a practical use for me instead of a social thing that um except for the 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 exception of voice notes which i'll send oh, you yeah, a no, good 10 minute voice note really and then the but you have all the time in the world to reply to me <laughs> True, the yeah, only time i need you to reply to me is if i need something now <laughs> then i'm like answer and we had this laugh the other day because <laughs> yeah. you posted something to our like group like a meme <laughs> or something about like Oh, I'll be there. It's like the caption's like, oh, I'll be there for you whenever you need me. And it's like, um, you and you've called me three times and it's a person like sleeping in bed. And yeah, I was like, that's literally that you. I am just, yeah, no, I don't. It's I, so, like I'm actually I'll surprised you there, answered my video call the other day. Yeah. And I think I just got you by luck because then yesterday I called you because I was like, it was yesterday or the other day. I was like, <laughs> I need like I need help with something. Let me just call him quickly because if I WhatsApp, I know I'm not getting a response. And you just didn't answer. And I was like, I'm just you gonna know, have to do it. She is right. I'm just have to do she it. is right. And in my defense, I'm not trying to, you know, excuse no, my behavior no, because no. It, I should be there to answer calls. But you know, I in the past I've learned that with like, like you said, with texting, like friendships and relationships, it it not I'm not gonna say it ruins everything, but it makes it like it kills the vibe of that yeah. friendship. And if you like potentially like you know seeing somebody or dating somebody, yeah, it really ruins things. So I've learned very quickly to get off the phone and to kind of like live your life. And that's the best way to be like you know, phones and that's the whole new discussion we could go into. But social media is just, it's poison in so many ways. So I try to stay off of it as much as I can. Obviously yeah, when I'm done, promoting, I'll be on. You've done a lot of but, like uh, social media cleansers sort of things. I have. I mean, right now you can look at my phone. I don't have Instagram on it. I don't have Facebook. I'll download it maybe once a week if I can. Sometimes I'll, you know, I'll cheat and I'll be there. <laughs> but I try not to because I know that I'm just a much happier and more productive person without being on my phone. I mean, you, you know? say that, but like then Fortnite happens. <laughs> 
Oh, okay, we're not gonna. I don't play Fortnite. <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, to be fair, I like really can see the use of Fortnite and the like Fall Guys now as yeah. well. Like that's new, especially during All of the pandemic. That but, because yeah. it's actually more of a social gathering it than is. I think it's than the emphasis on a video game. Like it's really repetitive. I don't think anyone thinks it's like super revolutionary. I mean, it was when it came out, yeah. but I think now it's sort of become a thing where people can actually just chat and, and, and yeah. catch up. Shout out to the, the, the bros. Your Fortnite Smoker gang. squad. What's they up? better listen to this podcast. <laughs> I know some of them. No, so. no, it's, it's such a great social gathering, especially during lockdown when we couldn't see each other. And I'm telling you, there's nothing better than hopping online. For anybody who's listening to this, ladies, your boyfriends who are playing Why Fortnite. Why are you assuming or, girls can't play Fortnite I'm, I'm though? Just, I know that it's mostly the girlfriends that get that complain about it. That's just my experience. Okay. And to the, to the, you know, the boyfriends getting, you know, annoyed with their, their uh, what's the word? Uh, girl gamers, you know? You know, don't don't be too mad. It's it's the best form of like socializing, and most no, of the time it's for I the banter. It. It's for the jokes, and the it's banter. nice to connect with your with your boys. It's the nice banter. So okay, yeah. So shout out to them. See, it's a way to connect and to like you know. No, chat to I your friends. I hundred percent can agree with that. Like mm. I completely understand the value of that. I think it's more, even more social than like a WhatsApp or texting or sure. anything like that because you're actually just like you're doing something together. You're able to sort of laugh and joke mm-hmm. and really have that sort of relationship. I think like when you're just messaging someone, it's so, and also like tone with messaging is such a mess because- Things can get so misconstrued, oh, really. Terrible. So many issues. So yeah, it's better just to stay off your phone, get in, oh, get in person is a bit difficult now, but you know yeah. what I mean? Try to be Obviously more Obviously be safe it. now. Yeah. Um, video call, which Ivana yeah. tries to do, and I and I miss those calls. But you get it. You I know. hardly video call people. Just <laughs> video call, plan house parties. You know, not real house parties, online house, house party parties. Yeah, yeah. yeah please don't a, plan can't house wait parties, for a house guys. Party again. Oh, I'm so keen on a job, but anyways, that's it's, speaking it's, out loud now. No, it's fine. Yeah. But like, I agree. I miss doing. That's what you miss. I think, the, at least with me, that's what I kind of miss the most is just being able to actually. Because now it's like sort of opened up again. You can go to like dinner with someone or things like that. But it's just not the same. It's such a worry. You sit there and you're like, you know, your mask and you have to worry about it and thinking about like, mm, is everything really clean properly? And are we social distancing enough? And all of these different things. It's it's quite a stress. It so is. I don't think, and like, again, like house parties, you shouldn't be having them, you know. Yeah. People are going to do what they want, but yeah. that's none of my business. Um, but just like I miss being able to like go to someone's house, mm. we're all chilling, talking, doing all of that without any sort of like thing in the back of my mind, like, oh my gosh, am I going to catch yeah. a deadly, potentially deadly virus today? True, true. You know? And at the same time, it makes us so much more, it's a good thing because it, it makes us realize how maybe we weren't really focusing on hygiene and, um, you know, looking out yeah, for 100%. sanitizers, hand washing. I was thinking washing. about it's that so like important. for like restaurants. Yeah. Like they've been getting away with stuff for well, years. Yes. And now like, all of a sudden this I is the way it, it should like, have always it been. It should be this yeah. way. You should have hand sanitizer yeah, available. Time. You should, your like staff members should be cleaning their hands way more regularly. I mean, why not, why not walk, yeah. normalize walking into a shop and having hand sanitizer? I agree. Like, we should I think continue that should that. It's expensive. Fair enough. Like I understand it's but a cost like, for companies, but it really, it, it really could make all the difference for the health. You know, the I also just think people. I, I like so. the idea of social distancing. Like, not that it happens uh. in the shop still. <laughs> I want people to stop yeah. standing on top of me. If you listen to my first podcast, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, but this is just a general thing. South Africans don't have a sense of space, especially in queues. Mm, true. Like people stand on top of each other. Like you can't. <laughs> I don't know what this thing is that we all want to be on top of each other. I don't get it. But I just think like even just giving people space. Mm. I think that should stay. Hand sanitizer should stay. I agree. Better like hygiene practices at restaurants and things like that should definitely stay. That should have been there initially. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of complications that have come from this thing. I don't want to like 
I remember like when lockdown happened and like everyone asked all the time, what's the coronavirus stats, this, that. I got so annoyed. Mm. I was like, I don't care. Like I can't sit there every day checking who's number one in the world. Oh, for We all know who it is. Mm. And um, <laughs> we're all judging that place very, very largely. Yeah. I have strong opinions on yeah. that, but we'll, we'll keep that keep on the side. Political episode. We'll keep Coming it for a political episode. Coming soon. I'm not <laughs> yeah. the person to, you know me, I'm not the person no, to. No, you're just going to sit there and go. Even mm-hmm. though I'm a student journalist, mm-hmm. I'm not really the person to well, discuss like politics to, you know. That's something I wanted to ask you about as well. Yeah. But before we do that, I just want to give out a quick um, shout out to the sponsor of today's hey. show. Like, isn't that crazy, guys? This is my third episode and I really have a sponsor. What can I say? So the sponsor of today's show, his name is Miguel George. So shout out to you for wanting to sponsor this. Um, his reason was saying he really loves podcasts. He wants to see them thrive. He really enjoys them. He wants like me to be able to better it and, and do even more with it. So I'm really appreciative mm. of that support. Um, yeah. So thank you again to you. But back to what I was saying with you. Shout out Miguel. Thanks, Shout bro. out Miguel. Yeah, Appreciate exactly. you, man. Thank you. <laughs> um, you're, so, you know, for those who don't know, you are studying an honors degree in journalism currently mm-hmm. at VITS. Yeah. Now, you chose this over a different degree, which would have been organizational psychology. Mm. And you like had a hard time choosing that. And I remember like you were saying, I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, you need to go with what you feel like would benefit you more, what will lead you in the way you want to go. Yeah. And I think initially you were very happy with your choice. You got into it. It like completely, I think, took you by surprise. It did. You weren't expecting it. it. But I think obviously for you, I remember you saying like the lockdown really helped you sort of cope with it. Mm -hmm. And I think if you hadn't had that, you would have maybe not have ever coped with it. Because you wouldn't have gotten that time just to really come to terms with what you're doing. Um, Now that you're sort of almost at the end of that degree, you know, as we come to the end of the year, I know that some of it's been like showing you what you do and don't want to do. Yes. Do you still regret the fact that you took this course? Do you feel like you would have done better, not better in terms of marks, but like doing org psych would have been better for Mm. you? Like, what do you think now? Yeah, I absolutely do not regret a thing like I look back now and I'm so grateful I didn't drop because it was I've never if anybody knows me and Ives will say I'm not the kind of person to quit something um yeah. I've never really dropped out of anything I've always you know even if it's tough I've always just kind of roughed through it and got it done but with this course as incredible ha- as it has been in a lot of ways it was tough it was really really tough and I learned so many big lessons I'm still learning lessons but the first big lesson I learned is don't <laughs> don't just jump into anything because it seems like the right thing to do or it's the next step on the path that has been planned for you I jumped into this course not really considering what it was about anybody who's thinking about being a journalist it's the most rewarding and incredible thing to the right person to a person that is meant for that job it's stressful it's constantly like constant deadlines it's constantly worrying about the news always thinking about angles to stories always interviewing people it's a very very tough job and i respect journalists everywhere for what they do without them there would be no watchdogs in the country that are reporting things that we should know about you know they are the most incredible people and i respect them but i just realized that don't ever jump into anything because you feel like it's the next path because i was at this the summit at the end of last year And I kind of knew that, you know, I I had two minds about each course. The first was journalism was more into the media kind of sphere. It was more into, you know, it involved talking to people and music and pop culture and writing about current issues. And I thought, what incredible, what, what more incredible way is there to kind of 
contribute to the world and, you know, yeah. do things. And I, like I said, I could be closer to music that way. I could maybe go into radio or, you know, these the big dreams coming. You, you 100% we'll, have a radio voice. Like I'm thinking you about do too, right though. Now. Like your I podcasting think, voice is Guys, check supreme. us on Yakaranda FM. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you all know. Because oh, I can speak Afrikaans so we well. Be, they will throw um, us out that station. No, Afrikaans is nie baie goed nie. That was terrible. Wow. See, wow. <laughs> But um, no, I just remember being at the summits and thinking I, I could do so much with radio and it's more inclined to the music side, you know, if I ever wanted to go into music and stuff. And then I thought to myself, but what if I don't want that kind of life? It's something that still bothers me to this day because from the moment I knew I loved music and I wanted to like go into performing in some form or some kind of way, I also realized that that life may not be a match for me as a person. It might be a match for my music because, you know, I love music and I love to perform and sing when I can. But that lifestyle also might not exactly be a right fit for the kind of person I am. And I realized that with journalism too, it's just, I thought to myself, I, I will work hard at what I'm passionate about and I'll always give my best and I want to do something that has meaning. But when it comes to something that is, like I said, as, as stressful and as, it's just a lot of pressure on you. And it's a lot of like, you know, it's just, it takes a lot on your mental and your, you know, everything. And I thought to myself, no, I don't know if I can live a life where I'm not at peace in my own head every morning. Yeah. If I can't wake up and think I can breathe and I can think about things and I'm not always on the run or doing something. So, you know, that was the one thing. But then I thought about psychology and I thought, I mean, what, what better way than to help people by helping people? You know, mm. I would love to sit and talk to people and really, because, you know, we've all been through certain things and there's nothing better. I mean... I'll, I'm going to say his name because he won't mind me saying, but our friend Caleb, you know, Caleb taught me one thing and it's it's always hit home with me. But when I was going through a tough time, I would always say to Caleb, like, you know, I'm really not feeling good. Like I'm just, things are tough. And Caleb would always say to me, the best way to help yourself feel better is to help other people. Like he always said that. And yeah. that stuck with me. And I thought, you know what, what better way to kind of make a difference by then helping people personally, you know? So that was where psychology came in. But then again, it was organizational psychology and that's more the business side. Yeah. And that's more helping employees, which is still a help. It's, you know, yeah, help no, is everything welcomed in all forms. But, you know, I thought to myself, it was such a tough decision because do I go the music side where it's more of the, there's an, like a possibility of that lifestyle of being like into radio and being in the, the broadcast media and being in that kind of situation or should I go more low key and for my own sake of peace of mind. But then again, in psychology, you'll know, you know, yeah. it's tough on yourself to talk to people that are really going 100%. through stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's been tough, but I would never, in short, I would never regret it. I've learned so much. I hopefully will get this degree by the end of the year. Just oh, no, you definitely Cross fingers will. for me, guys. No, you, <laughs> it's, you, it's not you an will. easy degree. You will. Um, but like I said, also the one thing Ives and I had a discussion about that I kind of, not felt bad about, but it, it, you know, I thought very hard about the way I said it was, I said this lockdown has been in a, in a big way a blessing for me. And it's hmm. that's, you know, it was all say now, but it's the most selfish thing to say that I understand because people are dying and it's COVID is so serious and it's really brought havoc onto people's lifestyles and people have lost jobs and incomes and people have died. It's awful. But, you know, sometimes I think it's important to look at the positive side of things. And for me, at least, COVID kind of gave me that step to kind of look at my life. And I think for yeah. a lot of us, we've all stepped back this year yeah. and really had that chance to look inwards and think, wow, what's going on in, in my life? How am I feeling about what I'm doing currently? And what do I want to see myself doing in the future? And I think that really has been the biggest positive for me, at least. A lot of self-introspection. So, yeah. No, I, I completely understand. And I know when you said that to me, I kind of just... Stood back yeah, and I she was, was like, like what are you saying? You can't so... say that. She's right, I think though. it was also, though, because I was not in that mindset. Like, for me, having 
sort of how to switch to like online learning things like that that was like quite a bad transition mm. i really struggled and tough. still i'm struggling with it so i was like thinking like how can you be enjoying this but i completely understand like why you said it and and why it made you feel that way because you were in a really tough spot like i remember mm. saying to friends like when i would see you at at campus and things like that like i remember thinking like he's not if this is how he's gonna be for much longer, it's not going to last. Mm. Like you're really going to struggle. You're in a very bad place and I've never seen you that way, you know. I've seen you upset. I've never seen myself that way. (laughs) That was the scary part for me. I was like, I've never felt like this. There's something's not right here. You know, and for someone like you who's always been quite a happy and Mm. cheerful and like seeing the brighter side of things person, seeing you in that sort of mental space was really worrying because because you had never been there, you didn't have any sort of coping mechanism for it. Yeah. And I was trying my best to sort of give you things, but it's very hard Mm, because, you know, it's hard to like get out of that space when you're in it, when you can't see a way out of it. And so Mm. that lockdown really did actually provide you a way out of it. It So And sometimes I feel it was a bit of a, kind of a cop out because I feel like I should have gone through that year with the tough times and I would have learned a lot more but at the same time I think to myself maybe yeah. this was a kind of a, but your a, mental health is also not a sign but like this is like I said it really helped me to like yeah. re-evaluate everything properly yeah no realize but listen lot. you have so. to still as hard as it is listen I'm like the biggest proponent of saying put your mental health first and then not doing it yeah but you had to because that was not sustainable Mm-mm. that mindset that place you were in was not sustainable Mm-mm, and I was so worried because you're like I think I might drop out and I was like oh I don't want this because you know then it, it comes with a whole new set of problems yeah. you know and I, the last thing I wanted to do was disappoint my family and my friends and everybody you know listen no, I me. wouldn't have been disappointed I would have been worried yeah but I definitely wouldn't have sat there going you know oh <laughs> like you could have gone through it yeah. but um you know it's just like you don't want to see your friends that way especially no. when they're not usually those people you mm-hmm. know if it's like someone who generally is in a sort of not great place it's it's more understandable and you can sort of See, know that they're going to get through it better sure. but when it's such a drastic change especially looking back from third year then to honors mm. year it was a massive, massive change. change we weren't expecting it and, so, and, and anybody who's listening to this if you see any of your friends that are really not themselves reach out to them you yeah. know be uh-huh. careful about it because some people don't like to talk about things yeah. you know some don't people push. aren't like me yeah. who will just be like yeah what's going on <laughs> yeah no shame <laughs> this is tough but you know Reach out to your friends, check on them. If they don't seem Definitely. well, always if, check on them. If you haven't listened to um, my bonus podcast episode um, on Suicide Prevention Day, I highly recommend it. Just if you're feeling that way, if you know someone who might be feeling that way, it's such an important thing to reach out to friends. Even if you feel like they're fine, we never know what's going on behind closed doors. Mm. Some people show it more. And then those are the people we actually don't have to worry about. It's the people who never show it mm. that we do need to be more concerned about. And I'm not saying, you know, send a message to a friend like, hey, are you suicidal? Like, you know, have some context with yeah. it. Just send a message you, like, hey, you, haven't spoken to you a while. How are you doing? Yeah. But like I said, go listen to that part. I'm not going to go into it too much because yeah, yeah. I did have like a long chat about it. But what's important to know is the spaces that we are creating that make people feel like they can actually open up to us. Mm. Whether we are showing them that they can open up to us, that's important. Because if we say, oh, I want them to tell us how they're feeling, but you don't actually give off that energy and and you don't create the space where it's safe for them, they're never going to do it. So it's very important. Language and also just your actions are so important for that Mm -hmm. as well. Very true. But um, like I said, I'm not going to go too much into that. I have spoken about it. But, you know, you said it now. You said, you know, journalism's kind of helped you to look at where to go and what you want to do so you know the question is and obviously don't feel pressure here because i I hate (laughs) when people ask me what am i doing with my life because i have no clue but 
where do you think you're going to go from here? So not necessarily where do you think, you know, what's what sort of the next step are you thinking? Are you thinking of pursuing something that you've learned throughout this course now? Mm. Or are you thinking of just taking a step back and saying, okay, what is the goal? Am I going for that or am I going a different route? Well, the next step is to literally that is just to take the next step. And I've realized that too. You've got to have long-term vision and you've got to think about your future. But a lot of the time, the reason why I went into this course and was battling was because I didn't think of it at the time that I was there. I was t- thinking too much into the future. And I was thinking, that seems exactly like me. That'll be the most beneficial, the most pr- productive, the most uh, lucrative career. But I didn't sit in the moment and think, what is this course about? So that's exactly what I've learned is to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish this course firstly. <laughs> I'm going to try my best to do the best I can, get through this course and do it well and learn as much as I can from this course. And then to really sit like, I will, I'm planning to do it during the end of this course because we're coming to the end now, but I will, like I said, for anybody who's maybe feeling lost or whatever, this is like my kind of, if I could give you any advice or like help you feel like you're not alone, I'm going to sit down and really think about what it is that I have now. I've got, I'll have a degree and I look at what I'm good at, what I've qualified in, what I've got behind me, and then really think about what it is that I could do for the rest of my life, even if that'll change. And it most likely will change. A lot of careers do change and you shouldn't be stagnant your whole life. But to think about what it is that would make my heart and my like soul almost happy. Not happy, but like my sister actually, yeah, fulfilled. My sister actually said this one. She said, you know, a lot of the time everybody looks for happiness, but they don't realize that happiness is a feeling. Feelings change and feelings can come and go. What you look for is something that makes you feel fulfilled and something that gives you a reason. And that is what I'm really looking for. And to tell you that I know what that is, I don't. I know that music makes me feel fulfilled. I know that helping people makes me feel fulfilled. I know that, you know, there's a lot of things that I can tell you what make, make me happy. Now is all about kind of finding the place where I can use that the most. And honestly, I don't really know. I am, luckily with our course, there are like a lot of different opportunities. So I will be looking into those. But hopefully the end goal is just to find something that, you know, even if it's not the most lucrative career, even in the beginning, it's just to find something that might make me feel like I'm actually contributing. And both journalism and psychology do that. But I feel like I need to really delve deep into finding what that is. And like I said, I can't give you an exact answer, but hopefully something that incorporates music, even if it's on the side and something that I can, you know, reach out to people, whether that's through radio or whether that's through actual like psychology work or even help, like, you know, just, I might even look into just like non, what's the word? Non-profit, like organization work or something yeah, like that. NGOs. I don't, yeah. But the, the main message I'm trying to give is that, Every, I've actually had conversations with a few people. I've been in contact with uh, a lot of like students from my old singing academy who have reached out to me during the lockdown. And they all are matriculants or they're going into varsity or they're kind of leaving varsity and they don't know what they're doing. And I can't say, hey, listen, you'll figure it out. You know, it's going to come to you. I yeah. can't tell them that because I don't know. You know, you sit in, this is the scariest <laughs> thing. You'll sit in honors one year. You've yeah. been through four years of varsity. You've been through seven years of high school. And you thought by, by grade eight, you're like, I'll have this thing figured out by that time. And you realize you get there and you think, I don't even know what I'm yeah. doing. And it's, I think it's a common thing. And, you know, um, it's kind of hard. Like, I feel like I'm like, I shouldn't be saying that because I should have my stuff together. No, it's, but a lot it's of, true. a lot of people get there and they think, what am I doing with my life? And that's okay. And, you know, a lot of people in their adulthood, some of the most incredible people don't know where they're going. They've never had like a specific plan. And I'm not saying that's encouraged, but <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Like, don't plan anything. Just, just wing it. You just wing. No, that's <laughs> actually, that's been, I could say hey, wing it guys, you know, Ivana will tell you, I've been very lucky in so it. many things. Like oh, things yeah. happen for me. I don't know. 100%. I'm very blessed. And I'll say that now, but basically don't, don't worry. You're not alone. There's a lot of people that don't know what they're doing. Go with your heart, but also look, you know, go with your mind too. And, 
think at the end of the day, what's meant for you is meant for you too. So, yeah. Yeah. So then would you say, because I feel like maybe if I'd asked you this beginning of first year, I feel like you might be like, oh, I want to be like a famous singer. Not necessarily famous, but Mm -hmm. like that could be my career. Do you think that that's sort of shifted then? Do you think that that's not even the real, because I think people sometimes they have like end goals, right? They're like one day, not necessarily where they're going to start out with or what they're going to do, but like the the end goal, the ideal world Mm. where you would end up. Yeah. They have like an idea of that. And I think as you get older, that sort of shifts and changes. And maybe you don't also think that like that's something you want to do completely. Or maybe I think it's also a little bit of cynicism gets Mm. into you and you go, okay, maybe I won't make it. So I'm not going to pursue it because I don't want to waste my time. So do you think though, like, let's say if it was an ideal world, so like if you wanted to do it, you'd be successful at it, that you'd still want to be like a singer songwriter? That's a great question. And it's something that's been on my mind for years, literally years. Because mm. when I started with music, you know, everybody has that dream. You know, you'll yeah. say, you want to be this famous actress and yeah. this famous singer or famous dancer or famous it's whatever. Always famous. It's always, always, no one you know? wants to be the, 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 the <laughs> underground, like no. indie person. They always want to be like be the that top. guy. Yeah. You know, they want to be winning all the awards. Exactly. And I for years, I wanted that. I really, that's, I started my YouTube channel. I was like cussling, you know. What do you think I'm doing with this podcast? We're trying to make it big, guys. You're going to be like, why did I do this? Because now I'm going to give this answer and it's going to be like, this guy doesn't even want it. So what the heck? (laughs) But I I thought about it as I've grown up, as like especially over the years, I really have looked at it. And I think I'd have to sum my answer up into what Jim Carrey said about it. I think that's, I think it was his quote. If I'm misquoting, I apologize. You'll know who the actual person is. Yeah. But he said, I wish, if I had one wish, I would wish for everybody in the world to become famous because then they would realize that Fame is not the answer. No, definitely. And I've, I wouldn't say I'm not famous by any chance. I'm probably maybe mildly known in my own community because of my high school singing and, you know, because of friends like Ivana who plugged me so nicely. Always. And I've kind of, like, let's say if I use my high school days, I, for anybody who knew me in high school, I at one stage was doing a lot of YouTube videos and I had the whole high school basically coming up to me and not in a good way all the time. I had a lot of people that would like tease yeah. me and, you know, hey, sing tough. Justin Bieber for me. You know, people would like be horrible. And I remember just that very mildly high school level of fame. And I just remember the effect that it had on me. And I thought to myself, looking at famous artists that I admire, you know, and I'm not going to name them in case, you know, I'm naming controversial figures. (laughs) But, you know, there's there's artists that I admire and look up to, especially the ones that ended up losing their lives over fame or things related to fame or drugs and alcohol, whatever the case is, mental health. But I realized very quickly that I'm the kind of person that as much as I love music and I'd love to perform to as big as an audience as I can. Everybody does. Every mm-hmm. singer, they're live. They're like, I just want to, well, some people do want to re- perform for themselves, but 90% of people would love to perform to an to audience. You want to hear your things. Exactly. You I'd know, love to have, yeah, yeah. I'd love to have a bigger audience. But at the same time, I look at, like the journalism has made me realize this too. That kind of pressure and that kind of like always constant grind and that con- constant worry about being the biggest or being the best is not very conducive for happiness or purpose. And I've realized, well, I've been realizing that I don't think fame would ever be the answer for me as well. As much yeah. as I'd love to expand my music and I will always do it, I don't think being a famous, well-known singer would be my end goal because I don't think that that is the answer to a happy life. I think I'd be much happier being a smaller artist who I have a group of people that are like, hey, good album. Like when yeah. Eves reached out and she said, I loved your your EP. It was amazing. That really, I was like, damn, she's. I'm getting a compliment from her right now. That's means it's good. It's, it's a tough and that's one to all get. That matters. And when people come up, to, I have people that message me saying, uh, I had a, a, a person that's like, shame. She like a good fan of mine. She said this song really like helped me. Like I was really battling. And that just that alone, just that one person saying, yeah, your creativity and your songwriting and your experience helped me so much. That made all the difference for me. So I think that a happy life for me would be 
to always do music. I'm never going to give it up, but I don't see myself as this huge famous singer, songwriter. If it happens, you know, we'll see. It happens, guys. Sometimes things happen. And I wouldn't say I would, yeah. I wouldn't shy away from it, but I don't think that that will be. I think a smaller life where I can touch people on a more personal level is where it's at for me. So So then, you know, just to go back to it. So then, but would you want then still to be like make your living, let's say, off Mm. of singing? Like I'm not saying at the hugest stage of it, but you get local singers or things like that who are able to live their lives and they have like a good following within South Africa or things like that. But they're not like super famous. Like you may not be stopped on the side of the road sort of thing. Or maybe you will, but like if you go anywhere else, probably not. Mm. But they're able to sort of make a living off of that yeah. passion. It's also a tricky question because at the, at one stage, like at one, at one, one side of the, the, the argument, you could say, yes, I'd love to make a living off of it. Even though South Africa, like musicians will tell you, is not the best place to, yeah, to do no, music. You make no yeah. money. You know, it's, <laughs> it's great for a hobby, but even the local artists will tell you, they battle. So you would have to kind of go over to another place and then you could maybe make more of an income. Mm. But what I've also learned is that the more you do something for an income, the more you lose that original passion that you had for it. That's true. It becomes yeah. a job. Exactly. It becomes a job and it becomes Never a stress. Never do I want to wake up and think, I've got to write a song today or my record company is going to find me or I've got to write the next hits or else I'm going to lose all my fans or I have to post them tomorrow on social media or else I'm gonna, my, half my fans are going to forget about me. And that's I think that's why a lot of these artists go nuts because they're always thinking, they're always changing. What can I do to be the next best thing? Yeah. What can I do to cause controversy? So I'd love to make a bit of income and I, and I have made a bit of income off my music, especially with the recording side. But uh, yeah, I don't think, yeah. that's the thing, full time, I don't know if that would make me very happy, but I'm open to, to seeing where it takes me. That's, yeah, it's interesting. It's just, you know, obviously at one point that was your, your like real... Mm goal destination like you were like you know i'm gonna be on the radio yeah. things like that i would love to be on yeah you know i'm sure cool. listen but you, I, don't I, think I get you you know no one's gonna say but to no, be at I a mcdonald's be- you know we, we love mcdonald's <laughs> you know shout out to mcdonald's we love shout our McDonald's. mcdonald's and i couldn't imagine going to mcdonald's and sitting there and having 10 people come up to you and be like can you please yeah, take a no. photo with me every day and you couldn't oh, go anywhere it's terrible that's not that's not life you're like a, an animal in yeah. a, in a cage and I felt that way in high school like I said I had that experience where I couldn't walk anywhere and it wasn't good it was people would come to like make fun of me like you know you, yeah. and it was awful you always would sit with yourself and think what, what's so wrong with me that people are making fun of me and like <sighs> criticizing my music you know and that and that from a young age affected me and I thought yeah, no, imagine this on a bigger scale oh she's gonna cough <laughs> cough it out it's okay we've had dogs barking we've had coughing we've had dust. everything in this episode if you're still hanging around it's almost reaching the hour if you've been here it's not the road we now, love you in dust. but uh yeah so yeah, no, I just think it's everything in moderation. That's that's everything yeah. in moderation. No, I like that. I like that answer. Yeah, I think oh, we're we're just expected these days. There's such a pressure to be something at a certain time and place and all of that. And the problem with that is it's not realistic. Mm. Like how many really twenty early twenty something olds okay have their lives together? Not many, but because you see it on social media, because you see it here, you see all these young people who are making it and doing things and all of that, you get this pressure. You put this pressure on yourself to be like, why aren't I there yet? Am I falling behind? Exactly. And like, I've been feeling that pressure since like I started varsity. Like Mm -hmm. even in high school, I was like, you know, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then like, I did know what I wanted to do. And then like last year I changed it. All of a sudden, yeah. Yves was always going to go into, that was the thing. She always said, I'm going into psychology. And then all of a sudden, actually guys, no. And and it happens guys. And you know what? It actually just happened. It had probably always been there. And I just hadn't, I'd pushed away because you want to be set in your plan. Like You don't want to look like somebody who doesn't have it all together. exactly. Exactly. And also like with that route, I knew what the next 
what um, five years of my life looked yeah. like. I knew exactly what that's was going to be the feels f- nice at the right. Time, but now happy. I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't know what's happening next year. Yeah, and that's like terrifying because now it's like a few months away. Yeah, and so. You know, when I decided to change, it's because I had I'd actually had a conversation with someone who had gone into clinical psychology, which is what I wanted to do. And she was like, yeah, actually, I'm not going to do therapy anymore. I'm going to go change it up. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, no, it's just not sustainable. Like when she was single, when she was alone, like it worked because um, she could come home from a day yeah. of speaking to people and just de-stress. Yeah, she didn't want to speak to anybody. turn on the TV, be <laughs> completely... Blank minded, but yeah. now she was in a relationship, and now that person also requires some sort some of thing from you. Thing for her, yeah, she- and so it was too much to have it constantly be needed. Mm. And so she decided she wanted to go into a different avenue. And I sort of sat then, I listened to this, and I went, Yeah, and this was like July last year. And I went, Do I still want to do this? Like, that's like such a good point. And I already had so much psychology in my life. I was studying psychology, I was volunteering at a um, mental health helpline, I was working with kids on the mental yeah, health you spectrum. Were, you were a lot of like there was a lot going yeah. on in psychology. And I was like, do I really want this to be my all time every time? Yeah. That's and amazing. you know, I decided, no, I didn't. You I wanted to actually this. do something else and keep that as something I'm still doing. Yeah. You know, you'll always be growing and it's, there's nothing wrong with changing it up. And yeah, I think I, I heard it the other day. It was so incredible for me to hear it, but like everybody's always looking for their purpose. You know, Every, yeah. all these, these gurus and these guys, uh, these, these entrepreneurial monks, books. guys always be on your purpose, Leave on the your monks ground, alone. Listen, you know? The monks are doing their own thing. They're not <laughs> okay. bothering anyone. And there's some monks, you know, there's some monks, there's that some are monks out there. causing problems. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Controversial. literally like they, they push this whole idea of if you're not on your purpose, what are you doing? But then again, and I mean, I just spoke about purpose, but then again, I've also realized that, Purpose is very overrated a lot of the time. Hundreds, yeah. You don't always need to be, you know, a lot mm. of the time the best thing you can do, and it's what I'm gonna do going forward, is I'm not gonna really think what is my purpose, what is my my thing that I need to do, what is my ultimate goal. I'm gonna think what I'm gonna try things. Like I said, yeah. Go think about what you like, what kind of could suit that thing, and go for it. Just jump into an internship or jump into a course. If you don't like it, you can always change. I know it's it's tough to change course and sometimes it can cost you a bit, but don't be afraid to make that change. Don't be afraid Try to things. make mistakes, yeah. I think. Don't be afraid to Always like, change. You know, I'm, I'm saying this as sort of like a nice little on paper thing. Obviously, there are conditions to, you know, maybe studying a course or things like that. But yeah. I'm saying just in general, don't be afraid to sit there and realize, okay, this is not for me. Yeah, or this, this is something working. I really didn't like or whatever. Because it actually just helps you focus more towards what you want to do yeah. and what you want to focus on. And so I think it's just important that we are more conscious of that. It's like, listen, you don't have to have it all figured out you right don't. now. Like imagine thinking you do. Like That's there are people who are like so 40 much. and still trying to find the what thing. they're doing. It's called a midlife crisis. Yeah. So, you know, buy an MG. don't, don't buy an have... MG. What? I said buy an MG if you're having a midlife. Yeah, buy don't buy a an MG. red MG <laughs> from like the early 2000s if you want to have a don't. very early life You'll crisis. Feel, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> And then sit there for the next few years like, oh, how come you're not driving a car? Oh, because it's in the shop. Because <laughs> the water uh, bottle broke and it's like 2,000 yeah, rand for a, a water, water bottle. We'll, we'll do a car segment one day we can talk We're about. We're never doing a car segment. I'm sorry. <laughs> Even, I don't know, maybe someone would want to uh, listen to that. Personally, not me. But yeah. um, like it's so okay to not have it all figured out. I think it's also like you get your family members and they're asking you like, oh, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing this and, and this and that? And you're yeah. like, dude, calm down. I'm still, we're getting there. Yeah, We'll get there when we get there. Like, don't, let me don't just- be a slave to anybody else's time limits. It's the worst thing you exactly. can do. I'm a 24-year-old 
finally, hopefully soon to be honest graduate. I should have had this degree in the bag. Ivana has just graduated with her Bachelor of Arts at 20. And I was 24 when I got it, four years later. And it, it's kind of like you look at yourself, oh, I should have done this earlier. But you know what? Everybody has their own times. Everyone do does have their own do. time. I can't imagine... I think you would have been so lost if you had done it. I would have. Of, I wasn't ready for varsity. That's exactly. a whole new conversation, but I wasn't ready yeah. for it at all. And some I'm people grateful. get the option for gap years. Other, yeah, others some of us don't. Some of us were time. told either you go to varsity or you work. There's yeah. no, And then you don't go to varsity. Yeah. And keep up with your responsibilities. I'm not saying try yeah, to no. drop out of things. Just always make sure you, whoever you're responsible to, your parents, your spouse, your whatever, keep up your responsibilities Definitely. to your cause, but don't ever be a slave to them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. You're like giving you dropping bombs for dropping your kids bombs. Out there. Don't be a slave. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, no, I definitely think it's been quite a journey. I mm. think about like how we've gotten here, <laughs> and I'm like, it's how? It's crazy. How did we get here? It's already because you started and you think, okay, it's going to be so long. It's three years or four years and whatever. Yeah. Then you get here and you're like, oh, we're like Time almost done. People are like moving overseas People and getting, getting jobs. Married. People are getting, <laughs> no, you joke, but I know so many engaged people yeah. and I'm like, it's crazy. What's happening? I'm not ready mm. to go to people's weddings that no. aren't family members, you know? Right? Guys, just let us, let us get a proper job first <laughs> yeah. and then we'll get there. <laughs> but I think. Yeah, I sort of you went through all my. See, this is why see, I said you didn't really, need a stress. Because great. I had points, but like we were going to get there anyways. Yeah. But I actually, there's we just. Even like, went on tangents, obviously. We would. Of course, there's always going to be tangents. But there's just one thing I actually did want to ask you. Okay. Um, it's like the only thing we haven't covered is just what are your thoughts? Because like we've kind of discussed this, not really, but on now relationships or finding relationships now that we're like playing by this new set of rules with the pandemic and mm. also just think it's it's not going to just end tomorrow or whatever like there's going to mm. be sort of fall back from that for years to come yeah. it's never going to be quite as simple um i think just in general i also think once you leave varsity it's 10 times harder as well yeah so what are your thoughts on that? I know um, you're obviously not in a relationship unless I don't know something. Hey, guys, i got news for <laughs> By you. By the way. You're getting married uh, next week. You're invited. Yes, to the I would kill you. <laughs> I would straight up kill you. Uh, yeah. No marriage for, for a while. No, definitely not for you. No. But Well, I say that, but then I think back to like other people who like met. So like I think about my brother. Yeah. If you're listening to this, he met um, now my sister-in-law when he was 18 or 19. What month was it? It was November. So I think 19. Mm. Like they started dating and now they're married, you know, yeah. seven years and later. And it happens for some people who are just lucky. It exactly. Happens. So it's like you say, yeah. you know, oh, it's never going to happen or not now or whatever. But the thing is like, you, you never really know. Yeah. But sort of what I just want to ask is, you know, you've gone back and forth between being like, oh, I, I want a relationship. I don't yeah. want a relationship. Yeah. And then you end Change. up almost being in a relationship, even though you said, I don't want a relationship. Yeah. And then that's sort of, you know, listen, it Things happens, happen, guys. Eh? Feelings happen and, and it's tough and sometimes you get swept away. So, yeah. Sometimes. What are, <laughs> hey, hopeless romantics or, mu or musicians. It's just the way true. it is. No, it's very this true. This is what gives us inspiration. If it's it wasn't for these true. things, I would have no, nothing to write about. So, yeah. I think I would say, you know, for me at, right now, I've learned, it's like the biggest relationship advice that I've kind of come to learn for myself because it's something that I always, after every kind of thing, not relationship, but like every kind of person I meet or get to know very well and I start to, you know, care about, I realize the most important thing is in love. If you don't love yourself, and it's the cheesiest thing, you all, all know where I'm going with this. Maybe you should go and love, love yourself. yourself. But See? in other way. But if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. And if you're not fully happy 
and confidence. And I'm not saying don't be in relationships. Like get to know people, you know, go out on dates. Okay, pandemic, like this is part of the advice as well. If you're going on dates during the pandemic, be careful, you know, sanitize. Make sure you both know what's happening, you know. That I think should be a rule for every single date you ever go on. Sanitize. You don't know who you're going out with. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, I would say I've learned for myself. I need to be cool with me. I need to have, like I said, right now I'm I'm figuring things out and I'm not going to like not, be connect with people because it's the most beautiful thing. Two broken people and not broken per se, but two people that aren't really 100% full can connect yeah. and learn beautiful things from each other. That's the point of relationships. You get into them, you learn things about yourself, you learn things about the other person. Hey, what? Well, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going different with it. Are you saying... I am gonna, I'm, are you s- I'm going on tangents like you. So no, you know? no, I know. But I'm saying, <laughs> are you saying that like... I'm saying that... Yeah. You sh- okay, so what I'm trying to say is that every experience is is valid and it's yeah. for your growth. So don't ever regret okay. getting into relationships okay, when you weren't your full whole oh, self okay, and the other person now. may have been going through. Yeah, because yeah, people yeah, yeah. do. I've learned this too. People go through stuff. Yeah. And you don't realize what other people are going through when you are in the situation and you, you can get very selfish and be like, oh, what's happening? But yeah. what I'm trying to say is what I've learned and this is for everybody out there, all the guys, all the girls, please don't get into anything serious or kind of, you know, expect like a really healthy relationship until you're healthy in yourself. And it goes back yeah. to what we were speaking about. So you're about. ready for one. Yeah. Focus, this is the pandemic. I think has been the best opportunity for this because it's almost forced people to stop dating. A lot of people have been forced to like stop, you know, being in relationships and stop dating and to really look at themselves. And I think a lot mm. of people got scared by that because a lot of people get lost in relationships. You know, they, and I'm, I'm not saying I don't. A lot of, I think most of us do. We kind of not rely on other people to, for certain things. But it, it helps. I mean, you, yeah. you're with some beautiful girl or some handsome guy and it man, man, it like boosts your confidence. You're like, damn, you know, I'm cool. You know, this person likes me and it's great. Yeah, but it's definitely a confidence booster because yeah. you're like, wow, this person thinks something of me. And it's something that you, somebody you know? that you think highly of. But at the same time, you know, this pandemic has made a lot of people look back and think, wow, I need, there's something in me. Like yeah. I've got this need for somebody to always be there to ask me how I'm doing. But you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you should always like rely on people like, how do I say this? Um, what I'm trying to say is yeah. it's nothing wrong with relying on other people and reaching yeah. out when you need help, but you should also be in a place where you could be alone and you can sit on your own and be completely happy and not need. When you don't need something, that's when it comes. When mm. you don't need that love and you don't yes. need that fulfillment and that relationship satisfaction, you literally Flex. can be happy on your own. And that's what I've learned. I'm From now, I'm, like I said, I'm open to like meeting new people and talking to people. It's like become a dating show all of a sudden, you know. Hey, ladies, no, I'm joking. Anybody <laughs> no, interested? No, 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 no. Uh, message me for his number. <laughs> Come don't. DM me on Instagram. I'm just about to say disclaimer. I'm not looking for a relationship because I have realized that there's a lot of things I've got to figure out in my own life. If you're but looking I'm, for someone who's looking for a casual relationship, <laughs> DM me on Instagram. At it's getting People, late. Pod. Oh god. Watch me get like Real DMs from my friends. No. Uh, like Caleb's gonna DM me. Oh, you will. Caleb will be like, is he single? <laughs> but I definitely think so. Like what you're saying is like I've learned this like well is that you need to find peace within yourself you can't expect number one healing or anything else from someone else Mm. because it's number one you may wait your whole life for it but number two also it's not the same because it doesn't actually fill you you need to be and i'm not saying listen you're always going to learn things along the way in a relationship things like that but you need to have some sort of idea about who you are outside of that relationship as well you can't just operate within that Mm -hmm. because you are an individual you need to have those qualities or else you get completely lost and caught up with it and then when you lose that it's the most painful thing in the world when you lose that you lose your whole self and then you think who am i and then you're lost Mm. and it can that that slump can take long to get out of it's not fun so do yourself a favor avoid heartbreak Avoid like heartbreak. Avoid heartbreak. Don't avoid heartbreak. No, don't. Get your heartbreak. It's very healthy. Yeah, it's like, good for Listen, your I'm saying, obviously, I don't want people in toxic relationships, but I think no. there's something about 
loving and losing people and, and, and being vulnerable and sometimes, mm. you know, having that knock exactly. Well, it teaches you a lot about how you want to go forward in yeah. your relationships, whether it be friendships or whatever with people. Don't be, don't be afraid to open up your heart. Obviously, guard your heart. I'm not saying don't. Always guard your heart. Mm. Make sure that the people that you're with, you can trust. And that's a lot of the, yeah. the mistakes that I've personally made, I would say. I, I've been too open and too trusting mm. and too but vulnerable. But you are very, yeah, but very I, I think we open should all book. be that way. I feel like, I wish everybody like wear could wear your be. heart on your sleeve. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't, especially, you know, it doesn't, I know this for a fact, it's, it's not always the healthiest way to go about things. Always guard your heart. Don't be scared to have your heart broken. Though. You can never get into something that could be truly special without putting, you know, your best foot forward and reaching yeah, out a hand. You need Always to be, do it, but be careful. You're never going to be in a healthy sort of trusting relationship if you're not willing to yeah. be honest with that person. So I'm not saying you have to give all because I think yeah. we should always keep certain. I remember an Alo teacher in primary school said this, like don't give everything about yourself to everyone. Yeah, it was like such a funny thing. And like it sort of stuck with me. And I even like remember I can see that classroom where she was like, you should have some things just for yourself mm. because, you know, a relationship is great. You should be in it, but it's not, it shouldn't be your everything. No. And that's where always, you know, you got to, somebody said, you got to be the star in your own movie. And at first I thought mm. that was so selfish. People were like, be the star of no. your own movie. Everybody else is a cameo. And, but it's like, Definitely. oh, don't be that. But it's so true. Always yeah. put yourself first and always say, if you're not happy, like I said, if you're not fulfilled and you're not, mm. you're not cool with yourself, nobody's going to help you. Nobody's going to fix you. Exactly. Nobody's going to change you. Nobody's going to give you the love that you can't give yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, drop them bars. Wow, what a way, what a way. I think yeah. that's a good sort of place to to leave it. Yeah. I think um, we've had a good conversation here. I'm so glad that she, I forced you to do this. She didn't force me. I was really keen. I was like, oh, put me on your podcast. He I wants love. the promo. I was so keen on doing this. It was great. He wants the promo. You can, like I said, find <laughs> his music on Apple, Spotify. This guy whatever. doesn't want to be famous, but now he wants promo and he wants people to watch. I mean, she listen, I'm sure you want a few more people <laughs> listening to your songs. You never know. It's nice to have. You know, it's nice to have a fan base and it's nice to reach out and connect with people on a musical level. So. Exactly. And you never know, you yeah. might find people to collab with, things like that. Exactly. You know, you've got already your, your givens, but mm-hmm. um, and there's always new people that are hopefully going to listen to this episode. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Good conversations are not short. Sure. Like you're not having a great conversation you're at, in 15. In like a two-hour two, two drive, you, you can just use this. I listened to a podcast like, this morning though that was two hours. Really? Like it was a visual one. So it's easier to like stay okay. attained. Okay, I took a break. I watched half of it yesterday, half of it today. Yeah. But I love it. I love hearing people speak and give their opinions and stuff like that. Especially so the right that people will listen to this. And that's exactly. All that that is. The ones, that the ones who, ah, exactly. Fine. The people who <laughs> don't care aren't at this point Hey, anyways. for all our friends listening, we're giving you a pop quiz. Like what, what, what did we say at, right? two minute, at right, one hour, right? 12 minutes? I'm going to say, what did we say at <laughs> the end? Like, oh damn, I didn't listen to all of you go like fast forward <laughs> listen to it? No, shame. But yeah, I just want to actually say thank you so much for being on. It was it was really great. Um, mm. This is sort of how it goes anyways. Actually, we don't generally talk about, you know, such like serious yeah. topics. It's mostly just nonsense. Um, that's for a later episode. We'll yeah. do that at one point. Mm, we'll sure. do it like I'm rating eventually when we can have like a bra. I'm just going to bring this oh and God, get people to like sit down. Circle. We can do oh, like no. a podcast roulette. Oh, can you imagine the stuff that's And we just get out. people to oh, sit oh, down, no. like swap them Expose and I'll sit other. here and it will be so, I rate that would be so much fun. Mm. So let me know if you think that's a good idea because I think it's a great <laughs> idea. Just random people. So even if I don't okay. know them, I'll be like, hey, be <laughs> tell me podcast. about yourself. Yeah. Okay. Podcast. Cool. But yeah, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me and thank you for being such a great friend. <sighs> Appreciate you. Stop it, man. <laughs> You're going to make me blush. But anyways, we're going to go get McDonald's now because yeah. we're starving. 
Um, sure. Thanks for listening again, guys. If you enjoyed, remember to drop me some comments. Let me, wow, I sound like a YouTuber. Yeah, subscribe today. <laughs> Let me know any ideas or future podcast episodes that you want. I've already got some ideas that people have been giving me, so keep them coming. Mm. And as always, stay healthy. I don't say this as always. <laughs> I need an outro. We'll do it. We'll figure out an outro. It's getting late, so let's get started. Okay, bye. Bye.